This is riveting. Find more at riveting.fm. I'm Morgan, and I'm a publicist. I'm Linda, and I'm a writer-editor. And this is... Drink! Drink! Drunk! It's like a reflective... I, I'm too drunk to talk about it now, but it's like reflective. <laughs> and this is another thing that gets on my nerves, and it's super specific. Oh my god. Like putting that lubrication on, like, listen, we're about to go from text to a link. A grammar show with a drinking problem. Hey, hey, hey! What up? Time to get our word nerd on. Uh, 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 uh. uh. <laughs> oh, man. Before we get started, we got news. It's a good one. News, news, news. News alert. All caps. Beep, beep, Worth beep, it. beep, 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 beep. Turn on your fax machine. It's coming in hot. Next week, we're going to have guests on this show. And we're not starting out rinky dink. We're not interviewing, like, the local cat lady. Or our neighbors, which in your case would be the Obamas. Yeah, so that would not be rinky-dink, but... They're busy. Your I, real neighbors. I tried. They're busy. <laughs> <laughs> they got stuff. Uh, Isn't he done yet? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. We have the copy chief at BuzzFeed. Dot com Emmy Favila. She'll tell me how, how to pronounce that next week. What the what? And BuzzFeed writer Julie Gerstein. Holy mother. I cannot believe it. And me and Linda are going to talk to them and pick their brains. And they're going to talk to us about word shit. I'm like so nervous. And if you've ever wanted to have a good time, go to BuzzFeed and look at their style guide. Ah, oh, so good. You'll laugh for days. It's amazing. If I could only work at a place that was like told me how to correctly use AF when writing. Or like when you do question mark and exclamation point, which one should should come come first? first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess, listeners, which one do you think? It's amazing. I've actually thought about that before and I'm in line with BuzzFeed's style guide. So I feel a little bit of confidence going into this interview, but I am still nervous to have such... um, prestigious prestigious word people from buzzfeed with us and i'm really excited and hopefully we become best friends i mean i'm not putting a lot of pressure on it (laughs) (laughs) but we're probably all gonna go on vacation together next summer oh my god where should we go the aces conference (gasps) oh my god (laughs) (laughs) done okay let's get to the let's get to the heart of the heart okay what There's a, a great article this week. I'm gonna get lit gonna let Lynn take the lead. Oh, BTW, we drank a bottle of rose. <laughs> oh yeah. And I'm having John, which oh, speaking of word things, it's this is um maybe interesting for people who aren't from Philadelphia. So Nishamani Creek has uh brewery has a beer called John. J-A-W-N. And if you don't know, now you know that um, in Philadelphia, John is like an all-purpose noun. (laughs) Yeah, it means anything. It's like, instead of being like, give me that thing or like whatever. I mean, that's even such a lame example. You would say John instead. Yeah. Just watch Creed. Oh, yeah. That's a good good tip. For a lot of reasons. Good tip. I was in Nordstrom Rack yesterday. (laughs) Looking at shoes, and there were teenagers there, 
which normally intimidates me. (laughs) Oh, my God. Nothing Uh, is worse than teenagers. But... Cross the street. They were adorable, (laughs) and they were looking for shoes, and one of them said John, and I was like, oh, good. Kids are still saying John. That's funny because I feel like um, it almost seems like an old person thing to say at this point. I mean, I think no. everyone's saying the it, teens but also at like, Rack are doing it. Okay. Uh, I think also like older people are doing it, but uh, it's like, oh, that 50 year old just said, John, is this out of style now? But Everybody, I guess not. Everybody's doing it. Everybody likes cheesesteaks. Everybody says, John, just embrace it. So uh, as Morgan said, we are going to uh, talk about uh, this article that um, our listener Sarah from New Jersey uh, sent to us. It's on Vulture.com, which is from the good people at New York Magazine. And it is called, Could We Just Lose the Adverb? Parentheses already. And parentheses (laughs) question mark. Uh, Which is amazing. So Morgan sent this to me after receiving it. I was reading through it and I texted Morgan this is the best thing I've ever read before I was laughing out loud I it it is just I was lolling and I just loved it so much by I wish I didn't even say this because I'm not gonna (laughs) I'm gonna butcher this person's last name um it's by Christian Lorenzen maybe I didn't butcher that yeah just made me nervous to see so many consonants I looked up his uh, other things that he's written he's written because I loved it so much and it led me down a a deep deep rabbit hole of enjoyment he does a lot of book reviews and Uh, I put them all on my hold list at the library and I put my holds maxed out I'm excited that's a good tip I should do the same thing so it's not hard to max out the library no but um so I went through and I put this article in a Google Doc and I highlighted the areas that I wanted to read out loud. Oh my gosh, you're so prepared. Okay. I know. This is the most prepared I've ever been before. Yeah. yeah. So Christian inspired me. Um, but when I looked at the article. Sorry. Coco's after, just chowing down on pizza. Yeah. Like everyone probably just heard that box. Open. Oblivious to the world over there. Hum, hum, hum. So... When I was, you know, through with my reading and enjoyment, I looked back at the, <laughs> the article and like the entire thing was highlighted. I was like, <laughs> so this is basically just going to be like story time because I'm just going to be reading. Yeah, I tried yeah. to undo some of the highlights. I'll read it as quickly as I can. But these are just some choice, choice excerpts. And it is so funny. So Christian says, like partway through, um, it's cheap words I hate. And I hate adverbs. So I just thought that was like, (laughs) (laughs) maybe that's like, that did not get the reaction I thought it was. But I was like, you know, really excited when I read that. When William Strunk and Evie White admonish us to omit unnecessary words, I know they're talking about adverbs without having, without their having to say it. (laughs) What's my objection? I'm a recovering copy editor and proofreader, and I enjoy a good plunge into usage war- wars. I think New Yorker copy editor Mary Norris is bestseller of last year. Ooh, girl. Between You and Me, Confessions of a Comic Queen, is a terrific book. 
But she doesn't much concern herself with adverbs as a category. Most copy editors conceive of themselves as something between traffic cops and UN peacekeepers. <laughs> and adverbs are not illegal. They are not war crimes, which is just as well because I don't think immersion in either rules or theory can do much for style. And the question of ad- adverbs is, in the end, a question of style. So that just sets right. you up right there. All right. Can we do a quick dive into what's an adverb? I mean, he goes into it. It's like what he is what he is railing against are adjectives that are made into adverbs, basically okay. by adding the ly at the end. Yeah. So, um, so basically, in a not official definition, adverbs modify other words, or just so as as uh, Christian says. Adverbs modify verbs, adjectives, okay. other adverbs, noun phrases, clauses, and whole sentences. It's so like, it's super, super broad. Which yeah. so he's not fighting against place, time, manner, frequency, yeah. degree, cer- uh, certainty. Anything an adverb does can almost always be done. Well, so he says it can almost always be done more elegantly by the adverb deployment of other parts of speech. Um, so so he would say this. So he would say almost always more elegantly, in most cases with more elegance. Love it. Okay. Yes, yeah. So, good. so mm-hmm. elegantly is an, is an adverb. Yeah, basically. But so are things like today. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yesterday. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Um, so. And just a lot of your, I, d- I do, I do appreciate what he's saying. It's like you're very extremely. Yeah. Those kinds of I things. I think it's, so he does You say, can almost always take out of your sentences. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I won't get into everything I highlighted here. Now I, now I realize I did myself a disservice because I'm like, I can't even find like a good thing because it's all highlighted. But um, basically he's saying, it's like your verbs should be doing a lot of a lot more heavy lifting for you. So that's interesting. Okay. Don't be like relying and your adjectives and your mm-hmm. and your nouns and everything else should be doing. If you have to say like um he does give one like quickly running or rapidly running or something like that and yeah. he was like why not like galloping or something to that yeah. effect. It's yeah. like then you get more of a you feel like yeah. you know what what um what you're trying to say and I, I like that so I could so instead of saying like this article was extremely interesting I could be like this article made me think about x yeah, y and z right right like challenge yourself to you, use you use them as crutches too yeah. much and it's like the ly is you know I and like that he also doesn't like the bastardization kind of of like adjectives by just adding ly and yeah. making it an adjective and can you like do you have stuff highlighted about um the use of Probably. adverbs through history, because I really loved that. Yeah, um, he did. Um, he did a cool graph that you can do on Google, which I didn't even know about. Yeah, where you can put in different words, and they will put them in. So I did find that. So he said. Um, I found many adverbs have been on the run for more than a century. However, and moreover, have been disappearing since the 1840s, indeed peaked in the 18th century, and has since suffered its 
steep decline. Knot was most popular in the 17th century, but has enjoyed three stable centuries since, (laughs) unlike its shriveled cousin, Never. (laughs) I mean, this is like, this was so enjoyable. It was just an enjoyable read. It really was. I really recommend it. Um, I think it was also in print in the New New York Magazine. Yeah, it did run in print. Um, Hopefully surged in the 20th century until the 1970s when it started to buckle under the attack for being used otherwise than for what it means. Oh, which that's so sad. It's like a lot of people it, know it hit that. the 70s and then it was like, we're not hopeful anymore. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people really um, are against the way people use hopefully. Like, hopefully I'll see you tomorrow. That's not like the way you're supposed to use hopefully. Like, <laughs> it's like I, I attacked that dream hopefully, which means like I had hope when I did it. Yeah. But... What you really mean to say is, I hope I see you tomorrow, not hopefully, hopefully I yeah. see you tomorrow. Not full of hope. But I think uh, I think that the AP last year, or maybe the year before, said you can use hopefully, however. I mean, there was an uproar, I have to tell you, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, so wait, wait, go yeah. on to the ones that were popular in the 80s. Those are my favorite. Yeah. Uh, recent decades are what I can't help but think of as the valley girl or surfer dude adverbs, like <laughs> radically. The 1980s were good to them. The most fascinating graph I, I conjured portrayed the adverbs of time. It used to be that we said yesterday more than tomorrow. Now the word we say most is today. And today I'm feeling a bit more generous to the adverb. Over the past year or so, I noticed that my loathing for adverbs was teetering, both in my own writing and in my taste in new writing. It seemed time to examine my hatred and ask whether I was kidding myself all along. Excuse me if I do it pedantically. <laughs> it was, I mean, this is just so, yeah, so funny. But So um, this is really cool, and I'm totally going to post a link to this yeah, yeah. Google, to this article, and also to this Google tool that he uses, which I had never seen until today. It's the Ngram, and you can put in any word, and you can see, of all of the millions of books that Google has scanned, you can see its popularity over time. And I loved this. Um, I loved his reflection on different writers. I mean, obviously, Hemingway, he says, is the most... Averse to adverbs. Yeah. You know, the for lack of a better word, simple Mm -hmm. uh, in the language, which doesn't mean bad. It just means... Oh, here, can I say this one part, which I kind of butchered earlier? An excess of adverbs in prose signals a general lack of vividness in verbs and adjectives. Mm. You might have to say someone ran swiftly or walked slowly, but you'd never have to qualify galloping or lumbering. I thought that was was good. That's really good. But he does question himself, too. So I think our big thing here has been, like, change with the times, whatever. But he's doing it more thoughtfully, and he is saying... So he says later, some adverbs are the most powerful words in English. Imagine an ellipses right now, because I am skipping over a sentence. Without the adverbs of place, we wouldn't be anywhere, not even nowhere. I am in (laughs) awe of yesterday and tomorrow and end of here and there. All these words can provoke potent feelings along the spectrum of sadness and happiness and are essential to getting on with the job of reporting what has or will have happened and where. They're beautiful words with the simplicity undiluted by suffixes. But their (laughs) power is best spent in small doses. If you're deploying an adverb of time in every sentence, you must be writing a police report or... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or singing the cures Friday I'm in love. 
<laughs> this was just like, uh, yeah. you know, when you just like read a really good piece and you're yeah. like, I'm so happy I read that, even like regardless of what it was about. Yeah. But this happens to be about something that's uh, interesting yeah. to me. So it was it was a great. Um, I, I, yeah, great I liked piece. it. And I do feel like he's still he he's not somebody who's just flat out admonishing it. I feel mm-hmm. like he did show respect you know, he, he he does an excerpt from Moby Dick and then later on an excerpt from The Raven where the adverbs are just so, there, there's a ton of them, but he said yeah. it's it wouldn't be that piece without them and they're not decorative. They are, yeah. they lead actually in both instances to a feeling of maddening, like madness. Yeah. Which is really cool. And I, and I, I just really enjoyed it, as did you. And I yeah. really liked learning about this Ngram, this Google tool, and when I when I was reading this, I was putting all kinds of words in it. I put in Brian, Morgan, and Linda. Do you want to know whose name appeared in more books by a mile? Brian. Morgan. <gasps> what? Way above. And then Linda and Brian were almost tied. And Morgan was way higher. That doesn't make sense to me. It peaked in 1932. <laughs> oh. But still, still way, way, way higher. And then Brian and Linda both like had like a little uptick in the 2000s, which was so weird. I don't get it. But I love it. Well, everyone started writing about their grandma, Linda, probably. Oh, probably. But I love (laughs) Google. I mean, how fucking cool is that? Just scan every book and have a database of words. Yeah. It's awesome. Love it. Love it. You should all. I I got obsessed with it. I put in drink, drink, drunk. Drink, most common. Then drunk and then drank. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, read it, everyone. It's awesome. Yep. Every day I'm hustling, hustling, hustling. That's uh, every space day I'm hustling. What? Yes, that's an every space day. Although I think that's not normally how you see it, actually, in all the t-shirts and paraphernalia you that's around. just blew my mind. I legit had a tote bag in my cart on Etsy.com for you that said every day one word. I'm hustling. Yeah. But I didn't buy it because it was like way overpriced and apparently <laughs> grammatically incorrect. Grammatically incorrect, more importantly. Um, what the fuck? Okay, people... People, did you know every day is every day one word and every space day two words? Depending on its use. And it just depends. And every space day, I'm hustling. And confused. Um, Every space day, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. No, it's confusing. It's probably, I think I once read somewhere that this is um, the most... uh, it incorrectly use phrase or word in grocery stores <laughs> because oh yeah uh, like everyday savings would be one word every day. Wait, hold on, and hold on, hold on, savings hold on, hold on. every day would be. I gotta, I gotta, gotta, gotta give credit where credits due. Do it. Oh, this is a listener listener cue. Lisa. Oh, thanks, Lisa. Lisa said, "Can you guys talk about every day? It's two words." Unless an adjective. Yep. So she wasn't asking a question. She was just she telling knows. us. Yeah, she's she was showing like, listen, off. there's a lot of dumb fucks in my life. Well, I think Can that, you just tell yeah. me that I'm right and do it, and then I can download it and play it for all the idiots I know? Here you go, Lisa. Here you go, Lisa. 
I'm here for you because you that's, smart to- as shit. that's totally something I would do. I once wrote into a newspaper to ask them a question that I knew the answer to so that I could go back <laughs> and show it to someone at my work to be like, see fuckers. I knew what I was talking about. The angry grammarian said that I was right. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so, so anyway. I feel you, Lisa. I feel you, Lisa. So, um, yeah. So every day when you're doing something... Oh, I listen to that every day. Every I wish that Drink Drank Drunk came on every mm-hmm, day. I wish mm-hmm. there was a new episode every day. Those are two words because Wow. Yeah. So that's I mean, I know I should be embarrassed because I'm a co-host of this show. No, you shouldn't be embarrassed. A lot of people get it wrong. Literally, literally. Yeah. I didn't know this. <laughs> Autocorrect is always doing it for me, and it's like every space day, and I'm always like <laughs> Like, oh, sure. all right, whatever, autocorrect, yeah. you're drunk, but I'll go with it. Because I literally yeah. didn't know. So if if something is an everyday concern, these are... Everyday problem. Everyday problems, everyday savings, everyday whatever. If it's an adjective... <laughs> do you know that in our last episode, I heard you burp. I knew it. <gasps> you fucker. I didn't hear it. You Wait, must have had did your... you? I heard it. The, in the last aired one, I Guys, if you're a you pervert burp. like Linda, listen for my burps. I don't know if that's a pervert. <laughs> I, don't I don't think I'm a pervert for hearing your burps. You, you are an everyday pervert. <laughs> one word. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I definitely heard it. I like rewound it. And I was like, wait, did I just hear that? But I was, I knew it wasn't me because I was talking. I mean, that's the only reason I didn't knew it wasn't me because I was talking. And I was like, what is that like? Well, for the record, I've switched to beer and I'm drinking hell or high watermelon, as Linda would say. <laughs> that didn't even sound wrong to me. I know. Brian can't hear the difference. Anyway. Okay. So. Um, yeah, if some if it's an adjective, every day is one word. Um, but the, actually, the phrase "every day I'm hustling," um, whatever I use the word "hustling" because my last name is, or I use the the her phrase. handle is my handle Huss a Lynn on a lot of sites because her name is Linda A Huss. Yeah, so I I use and that. She's a word nerd because she's she's smart like that. It's been something that. Um, you know, like I, I have a couple of things that say every day I'm hustling and I see it all the time. People send me stuff and that that's really nice. And uh, but a lot of them are. I'm so fucking glad I did not buy you that tote bag. Don't worry about it. No, I I'm, wouldn't have judged. I mean, first of all, that would have been I'm embarrassing like one of, to carry around, Linda. One of every 10 people knows this, so I wouldn't even be embarrassed to tote it around. <laughs> But great question. I'm looking now at all of the merch. I just Google image search every day. I'm hustling because there's a lot. There's There's a lot lot. out there. And uh, every single one so far has it as one word. Yeah. Every single one. Well, there's the one wording of our society. That's one thing. So it's like everything is one word now. I mean, I don't mean the word everything. I I mean everything. No, no, I mean, I mean, you almost, I almost just quit because I was like, I'm not, I am not equipped. No, No, I mean, like, everything is still one word, guys. It always was, and it it always always was. Um, I mean, like, so much now turns into one word that should be two. 
It's just like it's the way things are going. God. Okay. So that every, is- every day has no chance, actually. Like, so to to get to the crux of it is, if one in ten people, which is a scientific fact, as far as I'm concerned, because I just <laughs> made it up, if one in ten people knows this rule, and that is generous, I have to say, but like, that means it. <laughs> Sorry, Linda's the sound police today. Morgan was just cracking her knuckles. Not only do I hate that in real life, but now it is in my ears because I wear headphones. That... Also, my chair is still creaking because I'm now using it to rest my feet. <laughs> what a fucking bunch of amateurs. <laughs> so, I don't even remember what I was saying now. I, I don't either. One in ten people. Oh, so, yeah. If if one in ten people generously... Oh, generously. Adverb. Um, if, if one in 10 people knows this rule, that means that this is going away. Like yeah. it's going to be one word in like 20 years. Yeah. So good riddance space because I'll miss you. So I'll still use you just like people who still use space between website. Mm. Wait, is email no more hyphen? Mm. Cause I can't break that. I still oh, do it. Of course as a style thing, but, um, the AP got rid of the hyphen. I thought so. Okay. Yeah. I know. I, I do it, and then I go back and erase it, and I'm like, ugh. Yeah, I, I still see it all Where's the time. Where's my hyphen? We're talking about, I mean, we're this, talking about e-hyphen mail. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are people who never knew there was supposed to be a hyphen. Right. But the people who did know, a lot of them still do the hyphen, even yeah. though now the AP says no more. It's hard to adjust, guys. <laughs> Speaking of every day, one word, two word. Listener, Sarah, different Sarah. What? Crazy. That's crazy. We probably should have spaced these out better. <laughs> Sent us this article called Why the German Language Has So Many Great Words. And basically, it's about how in German, they will just combine a string of words to make a whole new word that means something really super specific and there's not a whole big thing about it like it's not like this isn't a real word and they accept that their language is changing they just so accept the evolution and the examples are amazing and the best part about this is you all get to hear me pretend to speak german oh it's awesome i've already had wine and beer so it's gonna be real good so, um, are you German at all? Maybe. <laughs> oh, you don't know? I'm kind of a... No, my, my mom's family is definitely German, but the specifics? You don't know? No. You don't know percentage? No. I mean, I'm German as well. I don't think I really know percentage. I think it's like 50. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, we don't, we don't really know. We're, uh, you know, just a bunch of Pennsylvania weirdos. This is great because... It all started, this article is from March, still super relevant. You always say that, which I think is so funny. Like before you were like, uh, it's from July 2015, still relevant. It's like, <laughs> I guess yeah. I just want to say if people look it up, like you're not like, you. yeah, no, I understand why you yeah, say I'm it. not being defensive. Like I'm just saying like, if like, you're looking for it, look harder. I wonder what the cutoff is of not relevant anymore. All right. <laughs> 2009 
2009, get over yourself. 2009? No, I mean, I said stuff from the 1800s was relevant in my last segment. <laughs> you can't, you cannot. try. Just try me. Try me. It's all relevant. <laughs> all right. So this is from an essay describing the loathing that Ted Cruz's face <laughs> seems to inspire. And this was a, I mean, this was like a pop culture phenomenon. People got weirdly angry about Ted Cruz's face. On both sides of the aisle. I mean, nobody liked it. Let's just Bipartisan be Bipartisan agreement. Yeah. I mean, nobody liked I mean, he didn't die, but nobody liked it. So. <laughs> we know he didn't die. Well, I said liked. And I mean, I mean oh. he's still around. Nobody likes it, but he's not in our faces not in anymore. Not our faces anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank goodness. Uh, so there's a word in German, a, a colloquial expression called hold on back pfeifgeist it's so beautiful it's a combination of two nouns back fife slap across the cheek and geist which is face together indicates a face that invites a slap (laughs) i know a lot of people like that (laughs) so that's amazing i wish that is there a word in English for something like that? That's the thing. We don't have these words. Uh, and in I wish German, I had that word. Wait, can you say it again? Because I'm going to start using it. Backpfeifgeist. All right. I'm going to be like, you know what? That dude just has a backpfeifgeist <laughs> in my everyday language. Slap. Yeah. And so this is not, I mean, this is one in a million. And this is what they do so well in Germany. They're always, it's efficiency. Germans love efficiency. They're known for it. I love them for it. That's why I love Lufthansa. Not an advertiser, anyone. We don't have any advertisers right now, but Lufthansa is amazing. You know why? The airline. Yeah, the airline. They board their planes based on backseats first, assholes. Yeah, that's how everyone should be boarding planes. Why are we boarding the first rows first? Because you know what? They're putting their shit up in the cabins and everyone's waiting and like whatever. Ah, I love efficiency. Go on. So the Germans are super efficient. Why use three words when you could have one word? Let's put them together. So this oh. is just common practice. They have the they have the word orworm for earworm. They have wunderkid, wonder child, like stuff that yeah. we've adopted. Um, and then, but it goes on and on from there. They they have um, wealth schmears, which means world weariness, zeitgeist, which we've adopted. Yeah, uh, blitzkrieg. All this, all these kinds of German words that we've just started using because they are better than our words. Uh, or they're like just, yeah, one word yeah. to describe something. Yeah. Uh, there's long chains of nouns that are amazing, which I'm not even going to try and say, but we we will put this. I'll put this picture up. It's like a shop, and it has a sign on top, and it has. No less than fifty letters, one word, and it's uh, it basically says floor sander rentals. So if you need to sand your floors, <laughs> but they've just made one long word because why the hell not? But here's some of some really great ones that I really loved. Um, a sitzpinkler, that's a man who pees sitting down. <laughs> they combined it, sits oh, for awesome. seat. Pinklin to pee and er, which is male specific suffix for a sitzpinkler. So. That's much easier than saying. It's easier. So, and they use it as you know, like an insult. Some, oh. it, it's uh, it's it's like a wussy word. They also have uh, 
Ab Schleidschuler, a man who wails at farewells. <laughs> Um, and the sock and falter, a man who folds his socks. What's wrong with that? They're all synonyms for wussy. Aww. I mean, yes, they're efficient, but they also have kind of a macho culture, which okay. I might not support as much as their efficiency. Uh, schadenfreude, another thing that we've adopted. Yeah. Uh, but the best thing is, I didn't, so it translates to joy in others' misfortune. Uh, so damage or hurt, which me is the schaden, and Freud is the joy. I just love that that's what that really means. Like, somebody else is hurting and you're taking joy in it. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, which happens sometimes. I get it. I've been there. Happens. Try, to, try, to, try to find joy in yourself. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? This is going to be a self-help podcast. Oh, we should change it to that. Verschlimmer Bersung. <laughs> no, that's not even right. Verschlim Bessung. Obviously, you know I'm not saying any of this right, guys, right? If somebody who speaks German is listening to this, I'm mortified. But that means, okay, Verschlimmern is to worsen and Verbessern is to improve. So when you put them together and you add the suffix to make it into a noun, it means an intended approve improvement that makes things worse. Oh. Which is such a great word. Like, I wish great I had word. a name for it. It's like, well, you yeah. really fucked that up. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, well, it's like the best laid plan. Or it's like something yeah. like that. Like, yeah. you tried to fix it. You made it worse. Imagine if we had a word for that. So, basically, German's really cool. It's a language yeah. that allows for invention. They totally embrace it. They don't make fun of you when you make up new words as far as I can tell at least from this article and from all these words I'm reading it seems to be commonplace and can I just say I think you did a great job pronouncing those words thanks Lynn you know German what you're, you're supposed so to supportive Unster Blichet aww guten Tag merci ah wrong one <laughs> gracias <laughs> Thanks for Sorry. listening, freaks. Aw. We love you, word nerds. If you want to talk to us, please talk to us. Mm-hmm. We're on Twitter. We are at Drunk Word Nerds. We want to hear from you. We want to know what you like and what you don't like. Be like Lisa, who told us she gets peeved when people use everyday wrong. Tell us what peeves you. We want to know. Yeah. Do you like adverbs? Tell us immediately. We need to know. What cheeses you? What pisses you off? Shout it out. 140 characters or less. Or you can do it over multiple tweets. I'll read them all. I don't care. I got nothing better to do. What, what? And additionally, if you're really feeling it, and if you're really our true fan or friend, you know who I'm talking about. Be like Smoo1972, who called this show a new favorite on iTunes. He slash she gave it one, two, three, four, five stars. My God. Morgan and Linda are hilarious and insightful. I always knew I love grammar, but they make it more entertaining than I ever thought it could be. 
You'll not only get grammar, but commentary on communication in general, parentheses vocal fry, smatterings of celeb gossip slash chatter, and etiquette. Long live the Oxford comma all caps exclamation point. Oh my God. Basically, yes. this reviewer is just sucking Linda's D. Yeah. Or I wrote she, it. He slash she finishes <laughs> with highly recommend. And now I'm suspect that Smoo 1972 <laughs> is Linda. It's not, but I understand why you would have those. It's basically feelings. her new crush. Yeah. Hit me up, yo. Yep. If you want Linda to be in love with you, write a review. Aw. Bust a rhyme if yeah. you have the time. Oh, what? <laughs> Oxford comma. Bye. But all I'll say is, Abby Wambach maybe the only athlete that I know. This has been a riveting production.